God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your terms. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Jake Frejo, and we have a disgusting subject tonight that needs to be addressed. Uh, as much of this is developing behind the scenes as there are greater distractions afoot and with what the left is about that's part of their mantra that is part of their game so i mean to start off to to kick it off i i, I would recommend people have a a bucket on standby actually in case their uh, stomach becomes uneasy uh, this is something that you hear whispers about like not really headline stuff of drag queen story hour, drag time story hour. And I started seeing more and more headlines all across the country, not really just one-off events anymore. And the more I looked into it, the more disturbing it got. And, you know, as we get into this, I, I recommend that if we have any uh, teachers or educators listening to this, we'll put the, the phone number up later to have you call in but Joe has always said that they're after your kids. And to the degree of the, what we're going to cover today, it's, as a 20-year-old myself, I don't have kids. I, I, I really was disturbed by everything that has become so mainstream now. Uh, I'm sick to my stomach after seeing a lot of it and the normalization. I, 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 Having recently left college by my mid-twenties, I understood that education was not as it was marketed or as it was on the side of politics and socialist Marxist teachers indoctrinating in equality and race theory. I mean, when Trump won the election, they, they brought a, a miniature pony and sent an email out to the entire student body with counselors on standby and safe spaces and cry rooms. And this was a New York City business school uh, for people uh, to console uh, this, you know, the suffering of, of fellow students because Trump won. And now, fast forward, fast forward a few years, and we're in the middle of indoctrinating children with CRT, if that wasn't bad enough, indoctrinating children to make them hate themselves for who they are, of which they had no choice in being. And now, 
sexualizing children, blatantly sexualizing children, children as young as three years old. You may have heard the title, you may have read some of the headlines, Drag Queen Story Hour, right? It's marketed as a friendly, child-oriented event for children to expand their perception of the other side of diversity, right? Because we all want to be treated as equals, which is fine in my books. I don't care if you're gay or whatever. Do it on your own time. I'm not running around punching in people's windshields saying that I'm heterosexual or saying what I do in my personal life and wearing it as a badge as I conduct myself. But now, something that was just a few years ago started with the idea that diversity and inclusion was a good thing has now morphed into something much more sinister and much more insidious. Hidden under the guise of reading books to children is the most horrific sexualization, exploitation, and grooming of our population's most vulnerable, the most innocent, the most impressionable. And I can't, I can't imagine people of the gay community, people of the transgender community, I can't imagine that any of them, maybe a small percentage of them, stand behind the stuff we're about to show you. So, Mr. Producer, one of the headlines I saw two, two days ago was that this exploitation, this grooming, this sexualization and indoctrination of our children is now funded by you, the taxpayer. That's right. Your money, the money that comes out of your paycheck, goes into paying twisted adults that want to surround themselves by children in sexualized settings like strip clubs or story time that's dancing around half naked, supposedly reading a book, yet that money is coming from you. And, you know, as we've seen, the administration has said that and encouraged educators to say they're not your children, they're ours. So A1, Mr. Producer, New York City paid $200,000 for drag queens reading to kids at public schools. Records show. You can take that down. This is all public information. You can actually go uh, to New York City Checkbook A2 and see this. So in total, $200,000, the amount allotted, you can take that down. The amount allotted this year, though, has tripled. We're talking about federally seized money from the people being pumped back into the system to morph and transform the future generation around hypersexualization, right? Because math is racist. Let's get rid of math. Personal finance is irresponsible or unneeded. Let's get rid of that. The most important thing now is to sexualize children under an umbrella, under a, a disguise of social equality and inclusion. Hold up A3, please.
This is the Drag Queen Story Hour homepage. And now something, as Joe's always said, about nonprofits being used to wage... You can keep that up for a minute. About nonprofits being used to wage ideological wars. They are the war machine. Nonprofits are the war machine behind World War III. World War III is an ideological war. It's a mass trans- transformation of, uh, for a global agenda. Now, as you go to this website, you, you know, maybe you've never heard of them before, but you go to dragqueenstoryhour.com or whatever, .org, and then what you realize is it's actually a nonprofit. That's right. It's a 501c3 that hides under a tax-free status by the IRS. Now, as I said before, whatever you do at home, whatever you do in your personal life, that's your choice as long as it doesn't affect others. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't throw it on me. But the reality of it is, what person, what sick person in their, in, in any capacity would seek to set out and find or found a 501c3 that aims to rake in money to fund the sexualization of children across school districts nationwide. So on that homepage, you have an about, you have an events tab, you have a chapters tab, right? This is a hobby thing, I figured. You know, you want to dress up and wear makeup and say that you enjoy doing that? Okay. I don't agree with it. Okay. But it's morphed into something much more horrific. Kids aren't allowed in strip clubs. Kids aren't allowed in liquor stores for a reason. Go to a strip club at 16 years old. Tell me what the response is. You're getting turned down at the door. But for somehow, some reason, our educational leaders, our ideological talking heads have made it acceptable for grown men to dance around nearly naked, sexual in nature, in front of children, your children, and the government is taking your money to pay for it. So you have to organize your own tab so you can reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I really like the work you're doing. I really appreciate it if um, uh, <laughs> I'll give a I'll, 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 sp- I'll give a spoiler, one of these wonderful, uh, one of these wonderful uh, attendees to these events is Nikki Jizz. Nikki Jizz. Hi, I really like Nikki Jizz's work. Could you send him to my school? I really think his work would be important for my five-year-old son to watch him flail around nearly nude. And maybe, you know, if you could, you'd encourage the kids to take a bunch of singles, like you would in a strip club, and throw them at him. All, all because you want to be equal. All because you wouldn't want to leave anyone out. So the nudity, the sexualization, the grotesque outfits, and the singles being thrown at them and stuffed into their thongs and G-strings. Yeah, that's, you know, I guess if that's par for the course of achieving equality, I guess, yeah, send them to my... Send them to my kindergarten, please. Take my kids. You can take that down. Oh, and you can donate, too. There's a donate tab if anyone's interested in donating. I'm sure all of you listening now will rush right into that. You get a deduction on, you know, your, your, your taxes for next year because, you know, there aren't any other 
more qualifying 501c3s that you could give your money to, you know, cancer research, save the spotted owl. No, donate your money to a bunch of people that take time out of their day to encourage grown men with twisted sexual fantasies to flail around naked in front of your children. Money well spent, some might say. But I don't think most would. And this is what they market it as. They market it as someone with a different view that wants to be accepted. Okay, fine. I can do that. You want to dress nicely? You want to wear a Victorian dress and put makeup on and run around and say, I just feel comfortable doing this. That's fine. Weird to me. It's fine. I'm not going to throw rocks at you. But A5. A5, please. Play A5. Engaging toddlers may not be the easiest of tasks, but in Hoboken on Wednesday, it happened in effortless and colorful fashion. Drag Queen Story Hour arrived with bells, whistles, and plenty of laughs at Church Square Park. At the helm was Miss Harmonica Sunbeam, armed with songs, smiles, and a story boasting the universal theme of love. I may tell a story about a kid who has two moms. I may tell a story about a kid who has a black parent and a white parent, you know? And it's all about acceptance of yourself first and acceptance of others who may be different. It's the first time in two years that the annual event hosted by the Hoboken Public Library was held in person. Launched in 2015, the Drag Queen Story Hour nonprofit has worked with schools, libraries, and bookstores to host readings for children and families. And it's become a regular fixture during LGBTQ Pride Month. The program is not always welcomed into communities, like in Texas this week, where a lawmaker announced plans on introducing legislation that will ban minors from attending drag-related events. To Harmonica, the story hour is meant to be an uplifting experience for everyone. Some of them may bring their kids here because they want them to be more open-minded and accepting of others. Other All parents right, bring their kids here because they know or they may think. So that's the moderation they give you, right? A man, clearly a man, running around as a woman in a dress that's not revealing, makeup done, hair done, and they say, oh, People have a problem with this. You're a bigot. You're a hate-filled bigot, and you need to be removed from participation in society. That was about the most acceptable, not saying that it is acceptable, it was the most acceptable display of their argument about understanding another viewpoint. Let's get into the hideous stuff. A6, please. This is, um, <coughs> this is a monster of a human being, a man that goes by the name Nicole Jizzington, at Nikki Jizz. I wonder what kind of inferences can be drawn from that name. This is a post, I'm not sure on where. It says, I performed at this middle school and had them kids losing it. I don't have the video, but I saw it and it's not pleasant. This is the darker side of their argument that they don't want seen. But the machine is bigger than you, and that's what they count on. They count on you to fund it, but they count on you being able to do nothing against it. A7, before you play it, I'll preface it as this. Every major media outlet on the left and even on the right, Fox, 
Fox News, that horrific outlet that claims to be conservative or Republican, Fox News recently ran a piece trying to empower a family that had a child that was transitioning, started the transition at five years old, puberty blockers, all of that, and they tried to normalize it. But this is the worst part. This is labeled as family-friendly. This is labeled as an event geared towards children. Now, when I watched it, maybe you can comment on this, Mr. Producer. When I watched it, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but when I watched it, it seemed as if a bunch of 5 to 10-year-olds were awkwardly shoved into a strip club environment that their parents had brought them to. Yeah, it kind of just felt weird. You think a parent can bring a kid into a strip club? I mean, they shouldn't, but that's kind of what it was. Can a parent bring a kid into a strip club? Uh, not actual strip clubs, no. No, they'll be turned down at the door. But can a child go into a liquor store without an adult? Uh, not if they're buying, no. No, they can't. They can't without the, uh, an adult presence. They cannot enter oh, the store with an adult pre- without an, uh, an adult presence. And again, family friendly. And what I point out for the, well, the audio listeners is that on the back of the wall of where the, the catwalk has been set up, there is a neon sign. And the audio, audio listeners can't see this. So I'll, I'll say what it says. It says, it's not going to suck itself. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not going to lick itself. This is what is labeled. Media outlets have the audacity to title articles in defense of this BS and say that it is not, you know, it's, it's all, all encompassing. Bring your kids. Bring your wife. Bring, your, you know, bring the dogs. Bring everyone. And they have a neon sign on the back wall of the catwalk that says it's not going to lick itself. Mr. Producer, A7, please. This is the Drag to Kids to Pride event at Mr. Mister's in Dallas's Oaklawn neighborhood. Organizers promoted it as a family-friendly drag show where kids danced with the performers. There you can, you can see it right there. Protests outside. You people are the symptom of a dying society, and you know it. You're scaring children. Shut up. I live in this community. I have for several years. Daisy says she first saw a poster for this event near where she lives. I don't believe that um, I, I should be seeing signs uh, advertising for children to be dancing on stage with men in thongs and in inappropriate clothing and makeup. The organizers say today was a family-friendly event with a safe environment separate from their normal operations. In a statement, they said, We believe everyone should have a space to celebrate who they are. Mr. Misters is a place where everyone is welcome to feel accepted, safe, and included. I've been here like every night throughout the week. AJ Cruz has worked at Mr. Misters for about two years now. He said today's event allows people to express themselves. Uh, Paul, I'm going to throw up. People drinking today, so that would make it more. A place to feel included. That's fine. Everyone wants to be included. You have grown men running around naked, children that aren't quite sure why they're there, but they go along with it. You tell a five-year-old, as Joe says, 
I'm a purple dinosaur, and they think they are. You tell a five-year-old that they might be gay, they go, okay, maybe I am. And then the parent says, well, do you want to you turn into a girl? And they go, okay, that sounds cool. And that is <laughs> the normalization of widespread sexual criminality and child abuse that is being thrust upon an unknowing future generation. This is the greatest war at hand right now. Forget the economy failing. Forget everything happening globally. Forget all of the social unrest. This is how they win. And that's why their focus is set, dead set, on this, on this subject. And for everyone who thinks this is, like, funny, it's not because it's happening and it's real. Look, I, I spent years in New York City... There are gay people everywhere. You run into, you know, Friday night, you're walking down the street, and there's a bunch of guys dressed as women. Uh, you know, okay, they're out, they're having fun, they're doing their thing. But why? What, what, what may make the argument? Do anyone that is on the left that is watching this show make the argument? Come on the show and say, okay, would you take your child to a strip club? Why is it any different when that stripper is a man dressed as a woman? What's the difference? Inclusion. Inclusion. You don't want to be, you want to not include anyone, so that makes you a bigot, a homophobe, a xenophobe, a transphobe, every phobe that is in the, is in the book. Let's get back to New York, A9. These are flyers. These are flyers that these organizations put out. This is the Instagram page for Drag Story Hour in NYC. Last Friday, something, something, something showed the students at Tompkins Middle School how to drag makeup. Thanks, Carlina Rivera, for funding this program at New York City Council. It's not some deviant, you can take that down. So it's not some deviant underworld sideshow anymore. It's gone mainstream. It's gone mainstream by politicians, by teachers' unions by educational curriculums. And again, I'll remind you, maybe it'll rub salt on the wound. You paid for it. Before we get more into this horror show, we have an ad read from a sponsor. This episode is brought to you by IP Vanish. Tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet? Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't solve the problem either. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. And now, for conservative daily listeners, IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. Super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand-rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. To go to IPVanish, that is IPVanish.com slash daily, and use promotional code daily 
and claim your 70% savings. IPVanish.com slash daily. More wonderful indoctrination media aimed at destroying the minds and souls of young children. A10, the library flyer. Now, if you remember, on the last video we watched, this, uh, this group, this, their events flourish in school districts, taxpayer-funded libraries, taxpayer-subsidized, and other, other areas. The two most important receptacles, I, honestly, and I will, I mean, it's probably not the right word, but I would say receptacle because the educational system and all of it, everything surrounding it are garbage cans at this point. But these are, um, these are all federally funded, taxpayer-assisted entities that are feeding your kids. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember going to library and, you know, you know, you have a book fair, right? You know, you t take $20 to a book fair or you go to library, you had a summer, summer reading program. But if you read books and answered questions, you got prizes, right? You know, stuff that kids like to do, encourage kids to read, expand their views. Now we've turned it all into sex. Now we've all turned it into preparing children to be sexualized objects for sick, mentally ill adults. And it's normalized. It's very clearly an indicator sign of the end of a civilization, end of, a, uh, end of an era, end, end of an empire. Put that back up. This is Lake County Pride Fest. That is uh, A10, by the way. Lake County Pride Fest 2022. Kitty Corner. Things offered at this event. Bring your kids. Affirming books, right? Because everyone needs affirmation. Drag queen story time, okay. Face painting, inflatable soccer field, drag kids dress up. Lots of crafts. This is sponsored by the Waukegan Public Library. I think that's in Minnesota. Highwood Public Library and heart of the city. That's who's cutting the check. The government hands out the money and says, fill these kids' minds with the most sick, twisted things possible. Because, you know, why, why would a kid want to just go out in the woods and turn over rocks and find bugs and, you know, cut their knees open doing stupid stuff. Let's sexualize them. Let's turn them into, let's turn them into little drones for the, the, the new agenda that monsters of adults have in mind for them. If you have kids, I would be, I would be calling your congressman, sending a fax blast, we actually ran it today, and hammering every single politician against ever allowing this, this cancer to take place in our society. A11, and as I said earlier, it's all over the place. It's not just one-off. It's not New York City. New York City is a liberal um, petri dish for radical liberal ideas, so it's kind of understood. California is kind of the same thing. Both of them are failing wonderfully, and everyone's leaving. But it's everywhere. It's in middle America. It's in Texas. It's in Iowa. All over the place. A11, Houston Public Library, admits registered child sex offender. See, this is the part the mainstream media won't talk about. This is the part that destroys their narrative that it's all fun and inclusionary and good for your kids. Houston Public Library admits registered child sex offender read to kids in drag queen story time. 
media spokesperson for the library, confirmed one of those drag queens. I'll give you a little Spanish lesson here. Tatiana Malanina is actually Alberto Garza, a 32-year-old sex offender. Now, who, under discretionary oversight, you know, before you let some grown, hairy man in makeup and high heels read books to children, a bunch of children at a public library, you know, when, when Alberto Garza's resume came across the desk and said, yeah, uh, so this is the drag queen. His name is Tatiana Malanina, which means bad girl. This is the guy that wants to read Clifford the Big Red Dog to your kids. Oh, and what does the what, what do you think, Mr. Producer? What do you think the 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 library said? Uh, they probably encouraged it. Oh, so, oh, well, we didn't we didn't know we didn't know we, we we won't let it happen again. He read to kids three times. This guy was arrested for sexually assaulting an eight year old boy, and then the people you entrust your kids with, the administrators, the school systems. Teachers, let children sit around this monster. I don't believe there's any salvation for a child sex offender. I think they should be fed foot first through a wood chipper so you can watch their expression as they go down. But for some reason, it's now allowed. For some reason, they're allowed to read books to your children. Inclusion. Here's another one. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hop around the map. There's plenty. A12. This is the person, the monster, that was invited, I believe it was Dallas, Texas. It's weird. Texas, you know, for being this right wing state, it's 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 kind of has this proliferation of the tranny drag time story hour taking taking root. So A12 is a Instagram post from the keynote speaker at Drag time story hour with a bunch of very very young children again we touched on this earlier it goes by the name nikki jizz and if you go to nikki jizz's instagram which i wouldn't recommend doing the intro to the bio says public figure queen of the fleet snatcher of wigs okay all right ambiguous whatever breaker of tops uh, not so so ambiguous there mother of cummies C-U-M-M-I-E's. Okay, that's pretty direct. Uh, Two-time voted best drag queen of the Bay. And then if you look lower on the Instagram page, I'm not going to repeat them. I'll, I'll, I'll mention some of them. They have different saved stories. Fantasy, night out, all very sexualized stuff. I'm not going to touch on the other stuff and give this creature any credit or attention. But here's where it factors in to the bigger game at play here. We've talked about critical race theory. We talk about this. This is becoming, you know, this, this had its foot in the door for a while, and now it's, you know, racing to catch up to critical race theory. But it's the same monster in a different outfit. Yet again, it's still funded by you. It's permitted by your, the people you entrust your children with. But the critical race theory aspect of this is no different and breaking the minds and molding the future of this country. A12, I'm sorry, A13 is Nikki Jizz talking about reparations. Now you start to see the wagon circle. You start to see it all come together and go, oh, this is the or Orwellian dystopia they have in mind for innocent children. 
813. Are you suffering from bouts of white guilt? Are you tired of racist ass Karens and Kyles being all up in your business? Do you think you're not racist because you have a black friend? Do you use a black scent and say words like, yes, God, beats the house high. down, shablam, Roscoe's chicken and waffles, grape drink, nigga, oh girl, oh girl, oh yo mama, oh girl, period. Do you think you're not racist because you like Viola Davis? Well, we've got just the thing for you. Reparations. Reparations, an all-black drag show hosted by me, Nikki Chiz. All right, they get rid of it. Oh, oh. I'm not gonna be able to eat for a week after this. Monster, monster. The beat shouldn't, was pretty. Dumb, shouldn't though. be. A, oh, I, if I, I were that musician, I wouldn't allow my my work anything anywhere around that creature, much less my kids. Horrible. So we're going to go into the arrest, the uglier side that they don't want to you know, cover, and they just want to say everyone's a right-wing neo-Nazi that. Uh, hates inclusionary approaches to society. B1. This is Malaninia's arrest. This is the grown man that likes to wear makeup and read books to children. A media spokesperson for the library, this is Houston Public Library again, uh, confirmed one of the program's drag queens, Tatiana Malaninia, is Alberta Garza, 32-year-old sex offender. In 2008, he was convicted of assaulting an eight-year-old boy. Quote, most parents would not allow that individual to sit in this library and be held up as a role model to our children. Shame on you, Mayor Sylvester Turner, said Tracy Shannon with mass resistance. In a statement, the Houston Public Library admits they didn't do a background check on Garza. Yeah, hey, this weird man wants to wear makeup, half-naked, applying for a free position to read storybooks to kids, you'd think that would throw off some red flags, and said Garza will not be involved in any future library programs. In our review of our process and of this participant, we discovered that we failed to complete a background check as required by our own guidelines, the library said in a statement. We deeply regret this oversight. Oversight? I would call that undersight. And the concern this may cause our customers. We realize this is a serious matter. And then it died. The B2 gives a little more breakdown of what, what it looked like. Well, it certainly has drawn a lot of attention from mayoral candidates to the governor himself. The revelation that a registered sex offender participated in a story time for children might be surprising in and of itself. And while that volunteer violated library policy three times, we've learned the sex offender didn't do anything illegal by volunteering to work with children. Drag Queen Storytime started at the request of library regulars. It was a hit, but it also has its critics. There was a protest over the program in October outside the Montrose Library branch. There was a lawsuit which was dismissed. But then the library revealed this man, Albert Garza, a registered sex offender, was among those participating. He served time for aggravated sexual assault of an eight-year-old in 2008. We are given a list of uh, names by the group that we um, uh, get our readers from, and his name was not on the list, so we could not do a background check. The system admitted on Friday it did not conduct a background check on Garza as policy dictates. We've learned that part of the issue was that Garza listed his name as Nikki Salazar when volunteering and did not provide a birth date or social security number. It slipped through the cracks. 
and he read to children three times. And now if a name is not on a list and can't be checked, the volunteer won't read. We do background checks and we do not allow She knew what she did. Look at her. She knows what she's she's, she's just skating around but it. But we did learn that according to Houston police, he is in compliance with his registration and that since he's already served his probation, there are no restrictions as to where he can go, live, or with whom he can affiliate. That means he can legally be around children. As for the future of the program, it is so popular it has moved to a nearby church to accommodate the large crowds. Drag Queen Storytime happens once a month. It's really not so popular. I looked into their finances. I looked into their 990s. It really isn't. But if the government has something in mind, they'll, they'll fund it, and that's what's happening. Speaking of funding, speaking of finances, I'd like to bring up one of our other sponsors, Axos Bank. We're seeing a lot of banks out there pandering to current trends at the cost of the customer, but there's one that's not afraid to make bold decisions that put customers first, even if it's going to make headlines, and that is Axos Bank. Do a quick search and you'll see what I mean. This is a bank that's all about integrity, fairness, and the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Take a look at their rewards checking account when you can, sorry, where you can earn their highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if they open by July 31st. Go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's axos, A-X-O-S, bank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, you'll only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your rewards checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member of FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. axosbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. I would take that $150 in a heartbeat considering what Joe Biden's doing to the economy. But again, their focus is on telling you to include children in near pornography because it's the righteous thing to do in their eyes. So of course, when stuff like this happens, the damage control goes into full force, full swing. The activists, the headlines, the media outlets, the politicians, all start scrambling and saying, you're just a racist. You're just a bigot. So, B3, Mr. Producer. LGBTQ++ IA division sign, parentheses, uh, community is, is outraged. Drag artists slam Texas bill that could ban minors from drag shows. Apparently, we're more deadly than guns. And this is, again, you know, we look at horrific, horrific, uh, events or gatherings like the Grammys and the music awards festivals and all that and ceremonies where they just funnels for radical ideology to feed to the people and hope they jump up and down and clap their hands together like seals and swallow it whole. Stars from RuPaul's Drag Race, Dragula, and more LGBTQ activists hit back at Texas politician Brian Slayton's proposal to prohibit kids from seeing drag shows. I'm sorry, why doesn't a Democrat politician draft a bill, that's my recommendation to them, draft a bill and say five-year-olds must be allowed in strip clubs immediately. It's for the good of humanity. And see how well that comes out. See how well everyone on all sides reacts to that. They'll lose their, they'll lose their mind over that. But as long as it's a woman that's actually a dude with hairy forearms and cheap makeup and dollar store lipstick on, then, hey, 
you know, inclusionary. But the parents have a different view. B4, please. CBS News, or CBN News, I doubt CBS would actually cover this in a positive light. Um, not on my watch. Parents enraged that New York City gave 200000 in taxpayer cash to drag queen performers in public schools. Now, when I looked at their 990, uh, and I, you know, said that very, very popular uh, thing now, right? It's, it's, it's booming in popularity. Their 990 for 2020 showed something like $60,000 in donation, one executive director that makes nothing as a salary. So they're doing it because either they really, really like kids or they're going to try to claim it as some kind of civil service. But I'm thinking it's more of the first. Handling all that nonsense to make nothing so you can have a bunch of kids exposed to twisted, mentally disturbed individuals that want to make their personal sexual life public and thrust it in front of children? I'd go with the first option. And then the media comes to the defense of this agenda by saying that simple Americans, the Proud Boys, the neo-Nazi Hitler youth have come back out of the woodwork, right? We, we watched all those guys that were probably feds get arrested in that gay pride, um, they pulled them out of the back of a U-Haul truck charged him with conspiracy to commit a riot. Careful, anyone on the right that's hanging around with a bunch of friends at a bar, there's enough people to, for them to say, hey, you know, you talked about some headline that was against Joe Biden. You know, we're, there's enough evidence here to charge you with conspiracy to commit a riot. So a bunch of Proud Boys walk into this event, I think it was in Iowa, and start disrupting it, right? You know, this panda dulce, monster of a human, sitting there reading to children, dressed like a stripper, and these guys show up and start shouting him down. Let's look at the response of the media. Look how the media polishes this one and goes into damage control for a sick, twisted, dystopian agenda. B5, please. What was supposed to be a quiet reading time with drag queen Panda Dulce ended like this. Did you guys call the cops? It was stormed by eight proud boys um, who disrupted the event. The incident occurred Saturday, and witnesses who wanted to stay anonymous say the group that disrupted the event was acting aggressively and yelling offensive slurs against the LGBTQ plus community. You know, they came in and they were screaming about, like, pedophilia and saying things like, we have to save the children. And I mean, they were terrifying the children. The performer, Panda Dulce, didn't feel comfortable going on camera either. But in a statement, she says she immediately froze. And the first thoughts that came across her mind... Is it an ambush? Are they armed? And the massacre in Uvalde, Texas. That's when she says she realized they were defenseless. Oh, right. Library oh, staff oh, say oh, the men wouldn't <laughs> leave, but <laughs> the rhetoric was escalating, so they the called irony. the sheriff's office The irony. They, they're, trying to, they're trying to springboard off the Uvalde tragedy. They actually just directly endorsed the right to be armed. But, you know, keep your story straight, please. I mean, if you're going to virtue signal on one thing, and neglect another. I mean, keep keep your lies in, in line. Keep them in order. You know, you're scared about a gun, bunch of guys that are saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't flail around naked in front of children. Uh, I would, I, you should be scared. You should be scared. And it's funny, it's kind of like, you know, all Antifa putting masks on and hiding their face and all these activists that will never show their face. Why did Panda Dulce run away. I mean, I, I would coherently make my argument and say, oh, no, this is, this is not 
what you think it is. Here, let's have a debate. You know, we've been trying to get these leftist journalists. We've been get, trying to get Antifa on the show. Not a single one is called. They really like Twitter. They really like to go crazy on Twitter and say all these horrific things. But not one of them has come on the show for a, a conversation. I mean, you'd think Panda Dolce w w would say... Oh, hey, oh, no, misunderstanding here. Let me make my case. Let me make my argument. But no, I guess it had other things to do, like hide. Criminals hide. Criminals of the fleeing arrest hide. People, thieves hide. Liars hide. But Panda Dolce is just mere weak, defenseless 300-pound man in red heels. I don't buy it. I don't really agree with it, but the media does a great job making sure you, you look at it through their rose-colored glasses. This is a good one. B6. Again, anyone that opposes this stuff is a neo-Nazi. Violent thug, fascist, domestic terrorist. It's a guy confronted uh, some real, real serious monsters exiting a, a club. Uh, I believe this was the club that had the don't, uh, it's not going to lick itself uh, neon banner uh, on it with the, the kids being traumatized. Uh, some real real beauties got uh, confronted by a concerned citizen. Uh, B6, please. For little children? Do you like dancing for little children? I thought they were reading books. Disgusting? Dancing around for little children? Don't you think that's disgusting? Hey, you don't think that's, get the you don't fuck think, away. Hey, well, you can't just touch me. You don't think that's disgusting? Hey, you can't do it to me. You Your mom's a bitch. Go on. You don't think that's disgusting? Dancing for little children. You should be you, you should be ashamed of yourself dancing for little children. You should be ashamed of yourself. You got you guys dancing little children. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You're right, disgusting. Uh, Think about what you just did. I'd rather squeeze lemons in my eyes. Yeah, we're just reading books. That's what it originated as. That's their uh, that was their filing to the IRS. We just we just want to read books to kids and talk about being inclusionary. Please, please give us some money. Oh, I, I'm wearing stilettos and a g-string, and I'm nearly nude. But uh, it all started with wanting to read the Cat in the Hat. Actually, they probably can't even do Cat in the Hat now that I think of it because uh, that that guy got banned too. Dr. Seuss is a neo-Nazi as well. I think. Terrible times, terrible times, but there is stuff you can do about it. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's doing his part, really trying to hammer this home. And so it's, it's happening at every level, educational, you know, the principals, the school districts, the teachers unions, the, the state level that sets the curriculum, same curriculum like Common Core where 2 plus 2 equals styrofoam. B7, please. This is the scary part. So recently, the Biden administration... Uh, made some changes to Title X, or I, sorry, Title IX, uh, discrimination uh, statutes within the educational system, which in a nutshell says that the federal, and leave that up for a bit, uh, the federal government can cease funding to school districts that do not abide by Title IX statutes, saying that if a school says women can't take this class, only boys can take this class. The school district can lose federal aid, which makes sense. If they say, hey, guys can't take home ec and learn how to sew, you know, that's what this was designed for. This was, you know, designed in the 1950s around there sometime to emphasize 
<laughs> reasonable equality. So Biden has chopped it all up and morphed it. He's transitioned it, similar to chopping it all up. He's morphed it into including gender identity as a form of discrimination. And if the school does not enforce it, they're slated to remove or lose federal assistance. Most of the schools affected by this are going to be poor inner city schools. And specifically, the funding goes to food. So if you don't comply, we'll starve your kids, especially the poor ones. So the kids that do go to school, right, we're, you know, same party that talks about empowering and including minorities, Hispanic, black community is the same one saying, look, if you don't buy into this BS, we're going to starve your kids. Actually, to the point where many of these families, many of these kids go to school to eat. The education comes with it, but they go to school because they don't have the money to eat. So Biden says, we're going to starve you. Brings me flashbacks back to Joe Biden's rant and rave in 1994 crime bill and talking about how he wouldn't allow his uh, kids to be part of a interracial jungle, I believe was the quote. So let's starve them now. Let's starve them into compliance, into buying this sick, demented agenda. Republican-led states across, and again, targeting the people that want to keep any semblance of normalcy in society. Republican-led states across the country are poised to miss out on federal funds for the National School Lunch Program after the Biden administration announced last month it was making such funds contingent upon a pro-transgender interpretation of Title IX. Under the provisions of an announcement last month by the Department of Agriculture, any state or local agency that receives funding from the Department's Food and Nutrition Service must interpret Title IX to include non-discrimination protections for sexual orientation and gender identity. The requirement came without the formal notice of rulemaking federal agencies are typically required to exercise when making a policy change. The dictator has spoken. Swipe of a pen is mandated men's, or <laughs> these are children, girls' and boys' bathrooms no longer identify gender. So the 11-year-old boy is free to walk into a bathroom that has a bunch of 11-year-old girls. Because that's a priority. World's falling to pieces, and that's a priority. Take that down, Mr. Producer. So starve them. Starve them out. So it's coming from the top down, and you're paying for it. But the hope to it is that you can do something, and politicians are starting to do it. They're up against a, they're up against a monster in this. But B9, please. Texas, rolling out a bill. Arizona, rolling out a bill. Texas rep Brian Slayton to file a bill to ban drag shows in front of minors, hold people criminally accountable if they bring a kid to one of these things. There's a, there's a step. Every state across the country should be doing this. As I said earlier, try to get a bill passed mandating children being allowed into a strip club Take them to the champagne room, I guess. You know, p throw that into legislation. Throw that into the text. See how well it goes over. They'll go, oh, you people are a bunch of monsters. B10, please. Arizona proposal. AZ uh, proposes uh, a proposal would make it a crime to let minors attend drag shows. Good, same, good. Everyone get in line. B11. 
tonight at 10 o'clock, a state representative from Central Florida wants to make it illegal if you bring a child to a drag show. As Josh Navarre reports from West Palm Beach, that means parents could get charged for taking their children to see those events. Well, they're just not appropriate for children. Republican Anthony Sabatini, who covers Lake County in the central portion of the state, is proposing legislation to charge a parent with a felony and terminate a parent's rights if they bring a child to a drag show. He claims it's inappropriately sexualizes children. All this stems from a recent controversy in Dallas where kids participated in a drag performance. In the days after, a Texas lawmaker vowed to make it illegal. And if Representative Sabatini is successful, Florida could follow suit. If you're a parent and you don't agree with this type of lifestyle or these types of shows, why even bother going to these types of events? Uh, it's just not for children. If they want to go as an adult, that's, you know, they can do whatever they want to do in this free society of ours. But they should not be allowed to bring children into these events because it's just not uh, right. Governor Ron DeSantis also weighing in on the topic Wednesday during a press conference in Fort Myers. Targeting these kids with, 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 with all this stuff, you know, it used to be kids would be off limits. It used to be everybody agreed with that. And now it just seems like there's a concerted effort to be exposing kids. No one else has the right to try to go in and sway and culturally or socially determine a child's upbringing and outcome that belongs to that family and the parents of that child and to try to overrule what happens in one's own family is inappropriate. Sabatini says he believes Governor DeSantis will support his proposal and hopes he will support an emergency legislative session to pass it. That was reporter Josh Navarro. Now, our sister station actually reached out to various LGBTQ plus organizations and entertainers about this proposal. They all responded saying that they are not making any comments at this time. One person even telling our sister station, WPTV, that they're worried about their personal safety if they say anything publicly. Well, you know, it's kind of like those, uh, Mr. Producer, those, uh, to catch a predator series we're like oh i had no idea uh yeah no i i i i had no intention of having sex with this person i didn't know they were 13 I'm like oh well you said oh it's really hot that you're 13 right here in this text message you're like oh well uh 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 well i definitely didn't intend on having sex with them i actually you know i just want to show up and tell them that it was wrong uh so what's in your backpack oh it's just a bottle of vodka and a box of condoms i'm sorry uh yeah uh, and then they try to run out the door, cry, pass out, smash their head, get tackled by the marshals. You know, it's kind of the same thing when they say no one wanted to comment. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'd be disgustingly ashamed. So my recommendation, we're out of time at this point, but there's a lot you can do. And I think this is a subject that is a no-brainer for anyone that hasn't been lobotomized by uh, the radical ideologies in, in, in mainstream now. You go to a conservative daily, become a member, and sign up for our Facts Blast. We appreciate the support. We need to keep the lights on somehow. Zach, Ms. producer Zach's singing voice is terrible, so he's, we can't keep it on that way. But go to the website. Go to conservative-daily.com. You can be a member for as little as $10 a month. Follow us on Rumble if you aren't following us already. Always, before you leave, smash the up button, not the down button. We're on Clout Hub, DLive, Frank Speech. Share it with a friend. And the facts blast today is the headline article on the website, conservative-daily.com. Go there. You can send, customize, send a letter to your representatives, send it to all of them. 
But this is a matter, this is a hill to die on. You can follow Joe at, you want to throw those up? Uh, not that one. Wait, which one? Uh, the telegram handles. Uh, keep talking. Oh, all right. Well, Joe's on Telegram. Uh, if you're not following him, go give him a follow. T.me slash Joe Altman. He's on Truth Social. I also am on Truth Social now. Uh, I actually really like the name Ash gave me. And so I'm at the Doomer, the D-O-O-M-E-R uh, -E on Truth Social. I haven't started anything yet, but it's going to be, you know, focused around uh, pre preparatory measures. Uh, for the the madness that this current regime has thrust us into. There's and some audio versions they can find us at as well. Oh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. I think I nailed all of it. Check out the site, and I'd encourage you to send a fax blast today. This disgusting, monstrous agenda needs to be stopped in its tracks. That's it for tonight. My name is Jake Frejo. I'll see you again. We go live 10 a.m. Mountain Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. That is 12 Eastern Standard Time and 6 Eastern Standard Time. Stay safe. Devil is in the details. Do not let these people slide and pass you. That's it for tonight.